Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from, hopefully I'm going to pronounce this correctly, Tortuga Tramposa, who says, Am I the asshole for yelling at my family for getting me a birthday cake I don't want for the 15th year in a row? Unfortunately, I, 18 female, was born a day after my cousin, 20 female. Ever since I was little, my needs for my birthday were always outshined by hers. We always did family events to celebrate our birthday since we're the oldest kids in our family, so we kind of just shared a birthday. We had the same cake, my family either never wrote my name on it or would messily scribble on it last minute. Party decorations and games catered to her taste and mostly all gifts would be for her. I just usually ended up getting a $10 gift card for Walmart or something. Or she always got dolls, games for a Nintendo DS, and even a puppy one time. I always felt like that I didn't matter for my birthday. Even my, oh, the word that always haunts me. <laughs> I will try my best. Even my Kinthe Enyera fell flat since my family went all out making my cousin feel like the most special girl in the world. But my cousin was always nice to me and she would give me some of her gifts just to put a smile on my face. This year was my 18th birthday, and all my relatives were gathered in one place to celebrate me and my cousin's birthdays. My mother had promised me my own separate cake and that I'd be an Oreo ice cream cake, my favorite cake, so I was excited. When my abuela gathered the family together to blow out the candles and sing happy birthday, my cousin and I got in our respective spots. They started singing while my mother brought a cake to the table and placed it in front of my cousin. It was a strawberry cheesecake. After we got done singing, my cousin blew out her candles and everybody clapped. My aunt started to cut the cake and I would audibly ask about my cake. My entire family looked confused and they all say, this cake is for the both of you. My cousin spoke up saying, but it only has my name on it. I looked to my mum, who had a what expression on her face. I asked about the cake and she told me, you don't need the extra sugar. At this point, I just lost it, screaming at my family members and calling them all assholes. I cried about how this is the 15th year in a row that they've left me out and forgot about me, and how they ruined my birthday by always prioritizing my cousin. My cousin and little brother also jumped in and defended me, saying that I'm always never thought of. My abuela had the audacity to deliberately interrupt me, telling me to sit down and stop yelling. Through anger, I yelled that I never wanted to see any of them again and stormed off. My cousin and brother followed me, all comforting me while I cried my eyes out. This happened a few days ago and I've been receiving angry messages from my family members calling me an ungrateful bee. I'm at my cousin's apartment right now writing this, all while texting my little brother to vent. Am I the asshole for yelling at my family for not giving me the cake that I've wanted for nearly my entire lifetime? I'm not the arsehole from me, I can't blame you. This is 15 years of resentment built up here. 
I can't blame you for blowing up like you did in that situation. You know, you just had enough of it. But let's face it, it's not about the cake itself. It's about the way that they're treating you. And in the comments, Taco Master says, not the asshole, your family seems toxic. It's also kind of shocking that your own parents are giving your cousin priority over you. I don't know if it's to the point of completely severing them from your life, but it sounds like it's close. If you still live with them, you might want to consider looking for a job so you can move out, or if you're going to college, getting some student loans and moving out with that money. You've just turned 18, so it might not have sunk in yet, but you can literally do or get yourself whatever you want now. You didn't have to put up with them or listen to them. Also, have your future birthday parties with friends and specifically tell your family they're not invited. Energy that says not the arsehole. Apart from your cousin and little brother, your family is horrible. Your mother knew this was an issue for you, made a promise, broke it and expected you to just shut up and stay quiet about it like you did the previous 14 years. This isn't really about the cake, it's about the fact that you're the lost child in your family and no one cares except your cousin and brother. I mean, if they wanted to plead ignorance, they should be sending messages of concern or confusion, but instead all you're getting are insults for daring to not want to stay in your assigned role of misery. They knew they were ignoring you, they just didn't care and are trying to guilt trip you into staying in their horrible world of dysfunction. When your brother is old enough to be independent, you and him should ditch these people and heal from whatever damage this dysfunction has done to you. Your cousin may be forced by them to choose to eventually. But it sounds like she's a good person who will choose you without a second thought because unlike them, she actually likes to see you happy. Kidneys are underrated, says not the arsehole. Reading the story, this is more than just about some cake. It's about having countless birthdays ruined because your special day just didn't feel like your special day. I disagree with the comments telling you to either apologize or get over it. To be honest, the birthday situation just feels like the tip of the iceberg for something worse. Four days later, Opie edits that post and says, After reading the replies, my cousin and I have made the tough decision to block all of the toxic family members and go no contact. I'll be living at my cousin's apartment now and we're working on finding me a job. Then edits again and says, I won't be responding to any more comments, but just know that I'm in a safe place right now and we're working on where to go from here. Not just a job, but finding a way to afford college for me and such. Thank you, Reddit. There might be an update post soon since a lot has happened after the drama of going no contact. So there were some questions as well, which Opie gave some additional information. Someone said your cousin and brother sound like they're the only reasonable people. Maybe you could go out just the three of you for cake. And Opie said, funnily enough, that's exactly what happened after I walked off. My cousin took my brother and I back to her apartment. and She went to our local Walmart and got an Oreo ice cream cake for me, as well as 18 candles. She sang Feliz Complianos, pronunciation i apologize to me and gave me a hundred dollars someone says where are your parents in all of this what why have they let this happen over the years opie says my parents funded the parties as well as my aunt uncle and abuela i remember asking them why i never got my own cake when i was 11 and they simply told me we don't have enough money but that's a lie since the house that i've grown up in is pretty big they have two bmws in the driveway and my little brother is going to private school soon someone says did your mum forget? Is she too broke? And Opie says it seemed like she just didn't want to get it. She even texts me, can't believe you're mad that I didn't get you a damn cake. You didn't need it anyways. The laughing emoji. Someone says to Opie, why is everyone seemingly against you? What is the root of this favoritism? Is there any context? Opie says, I hate to make this a long self-pity party, but I'll tell everything that's happened growing up. 
I was kind of an unwanted child by my dad since he wanted a son, and I wasn't feminine enough for my mother. I even remember when I turned six that my parents just kind of put me to the side after my little brother was born. I've never really felt like I earned the spotlight enough. They would always congratulate my brother when he made an accomplishment, but mine just kind of fell flat. My parents are the type that believes that art isn't a real job. They just kind of shook me away whenever I showed them a drawing I made. And my mother would always make offhand comments on how much she wished that I was like my cousin, who's more feminine, traditionally ladylike, and was an academic scholar back in school. She graduated with Imacom Laude. I was basically a C average student, tomboyish and kind of average looking in appearance. I get that I'm not the perfect kid, but I kind of wish my parents at least would treat me like their kid, you know? Growing up, my parents always compared me to my cousin. Emily has better grades. Her pictures look prettier. Her blonde locks are gorgeous. I have African-American roots, so I have curly, frizzy hair. You're going into art. Well, she's going into medical school. I've never really resented my cousin for being better, but I hated my parents constantly shoving it in my face. OP adds some information on their kinthay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. We had separate kinthays. But since my cousin's 17th birthday fell on my 15th, they also went out making her look and feel like a princess. Then OP had some clarification on the first edit and says my cousins only go in no contact with our abuela, my parents, and any other toxic family member. She's still contemplating her parents at the moment, as my brother is still a minor, so he has to put up with them for a few more years. Quick edit, she and I blocked them on everything else as well. Since my abuela tried to message my cousin on Facebook that I was corrupting her little angel, and she wanted her to stay pure and good. The OP updates their post five months later and says, hello everybody, Teresa here. A lot has happened within the last five months of the incident at what was supposed to be my 18th birthday party. There were many ups and downs that just mentally drained me. All right, first off, I blocked my family members, the toxic ones at least. A lot of commenters suggested this, so I took this as the best course of action. I've been receiving call after call from my family members chastising me for making a scene and breaking my cousin's trust with them. My cousin was appalled by their behavior towards me and decided to cut them all out. I've been living with my cousin for about a month after that point. I was able to get a job and help out just a little. I started taking online classes and saving up some money for my own apartment because I felt like I was being too big of a burden for my cousin. My cousin tried to stress that I was welcome to stay as long as I needed but I told her that I was ready to leave everything behind. Back in October, I was packing some things up to get ready to move. My cousin told a family friend about this and said friend told my mother, who reached out to me on a burner account on Instagram asking if we could meet up and talk. My heart ached when I realized who it was. I haven't heard from my mother for four months by that point, so I was admittedly skeptical. This may have been a dumb move, but I agreed to come under the condition that my cousin assisted me. We met up at a local restaurant and I saw my mother for the first time in months. She looked depressed and lost a lot of weight and seemed happy to see me for once. She tried to hug me but I stopped her. She respected that. We sat down and began to talk, catching up with everything. At the end of the conversation, she apologized and asked if we could start things over. As much as I wanted a relationship with my parents, I just told her that I couldn't forgive her for the past 15 years of always making me feel unimportant and making me feel worthless all the time. I told her that for once in my life, I was legitimately happy and that things would be better if we never spoke again. My mother surprisingly didn't contest this. She didn't contest this. 
she just hung her head and paid the bill. That happened a month ago. As of right now, I've moved far away from home, halfway across the country. I'm still in no contact with my parents and toxic family members. I live in a small apartment and have a decent job as a waitress. My cousin, little brother and I chat time to time and we're still doing great as ever. It's a bit quiet here, so I might adopt a puppy soon. I wish I could say it was a happy ending with a shit ton of drama and everybody clapped at the end. But it's best just to tell the truth. Thank you everybody for your advice. And that's an incredibly sad story for what OP's had to go through. But at the same time, it's positive in some ways for OP that they've been able to move past to set their own boundaries and, and find happiness in their own life. Because the alternative is carry on down this path of toxic family. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And our next story is titled, Am I Wrong for Making My Son Take a Paternity Test? All names have been changed. This is a mess and I would appreciate opinions from unbiased people. It was recommended that I post here in another page. I, female 39, have two kids, male 17 and female 10. When I was 21, I had a one night stand, which resulted in my son, Austin, the father, wanting nothing to do with my child. When my son was three, I met my husband, Mark, no, male 38. My son adores my husband and calls him father. Austin met his current girlfriend through Mark's best friend, Alan her father. Macy and Austin have been close since they were young and we were all thrilled when we found out they were dating. After we found out, Mark and I sat Austin down and explained that we're happy for him but we needed him to know the importance of safe sex, whether it was happening or not. He was disgusted but said he understood and we left it at that. For context, my son is what others describe as shy and soft-spoken. He's really sensitive and takes harsh comments and actions to heart. We thought everything was fine with him until he came home crying. He eventually told us Macy had cheated on him. I was angry and urged my son to leave, but my husband calmed us both and asked to speak with Austin privately. Essentially, he asked Austin what he wanted to do and if he wanted us to stop seeing Macy and her father. Austin said he didn't want that and wanted things to work out with Macy. I was upset but didn't say anything. Ever since that happened, I've hated seeing her around. All I think about when I see her is my son distressed and crying his eyes out. Act cordial around her, but I don't like her. Around February, Austin came home looking rather upset again, so I sat down with him and asked what's going on. 
I wasn't expecting to hear him say what he said to me. Macy's pregnant. I was furious. I told him I expected better from him. I also said that before anything happened, he needed to do a paternity test. He was angry that I suggested she cheated again, but I didn't like how she was suddenly pregnant. When Mark came home from work, I filled him in and he was equally upset. We all sat down and discussed it. Austin explained that I demanded a paternity test was done and Mark wasn't happy to hear that. I explained that she's cheated before. She could have cheated again. That led to a huge argument before we all calmed down. I asked if her parents knew. Apparently not. He said she agreed to tell them tonight and sure enough, about an hour later, Mark gets an angry call from Alan demanding that my son marries his daughter. And if Austin refuses, he demands that he pay child support and stay out of the kid's life. Of course, we were all angry and exhausted, so I said that nothing was happening until a paternity test was done and I wasn't taking the word of a cheating little girl. He blew up at us and it was radio silence after the call. Macy was told that she can no longer see Austin and he took it out on me. A few weeks ago, Alan contacted us and agreed to do a paternity test. I asked why the sudden change, but he ignored me. He said he set up the appointment for May 5th. Austin went with Mark. He said he didn't want to be around me. It stung and I won't lie, it made me cry when he said that. Results finally came in a few nights ago and he isn't the father. He was shattered. Instead of apologizing, he screamed that it was my fault and he'd have never known. He hasn't said much to me since. Maybe I was wrong for making him do a paternity test, but I was only looking out for my son. Was I wrong for making him take a paternity test? And in the comments, someone says, you are not wrong. The girl was a known cheater. Your son was an easy mark. He is young, sensitive, and hurt. This pregnancy would have affected his entire life going forward had he been the father. He will appreciate your insistence on the paternity test after he has a chance to sort his emotions. Madam Bananas is absolutely not the arsehole. You saved your son years of heartache. What a pig. Yet she got decided to work it out with him because she was already knocked up and she needed a daddy. What breaks my heart is the friendship your family said had been wrecked. I'm sure the parents are horrified at this outcome. Correct Serve says, not enough people on this thread are talking about Mark, for fuck's sake. Oh no, not Mark. Mark, don't think Austin should get a paternity test for a known cheater. Just saddle his ass with child support for a kid that ain't his. I understand Macy is his friend's kid, but the fact that Mark was about to lay down and let his friend's cheating daughter hook her fingers in his stepson would have me rethinking the whole marriage real fucking fast. OP, you better shape Mark up real fast because he fucking failed your son. So OP does come back in with an update and says, hello all, I got a few requests for an update, so here it is. First of all, I'd like to thank everyone for their opinions. I was questioning if I did the right thing since finding out he wasn't the father and thought I was too rough with the situation. We've all been in therapy, group and individual. My son has started to come around and apologize for the yelling and the shitty choices. He calls it that, not me, he made. His therapist encouraged him to explain his thought process about the entire thing. And essentially, he thought she was the one. She was his second girlfriend and thought they had a strong bond until one of his friends showed him a picture of her kissing some other guy. It turned into a big fight and only escalated when he found out that they had slept together. I myself have been cheated on and it made me angry to know Austin had to experience it himself. He said he wasn't happy about the entire thing and he's feeling guilty for taking it out on me. We hugged it out and got ice cream afterwards. Our little ritual after we've had an argument. Austin also broke up with Macy after finding out. Of course, she blames me for the entire thing. 
but she's old enough to know that her actions have consequences. She hasn't been handling it well. Apparently, she's been lashing out to everyone possible and attempted to egg our house. Austin has been quiet, but I can tell he's starting to accept what's going on and he's been spending more time with friends. I've been giving him his space and I think that's helped in the long run. Now onto Mark. A lot of people had a lot of assumptions about him and some even suggested he is the father, but that is far from the truth. He's known this little girl her entire life and thought she was better than that. He wasn't trying to save his friendship with Alan. He was allowing our nearly adult son to make his own choices and deal with the consequences of said choices. Macy has also given birth recently and we know who the father is. Unfortunately, the father was Austin's best friend, Chris. He decided it was a good idea to tell Austin while they were hanging out here. I wasn't in the room when he was told, but I was there when he started to beat Chris up. I was outside setting up Halloween decorations in the front yard when I heard a thunk and some screaming. So I ran in through the front door to find Austin punching Chris over and over again. Mark also heard the commotion and came to pull Austin off Chris. Chris apologized and left. It wasn't until we drove away that Austin broke down crying. We all went out for dinner that night and we tried to cheer him up. But I'm starting to realize he needs space on this and to let him come to me about it when he's ready. Mark and Austin have been going out the last couple of days. Mark says that he remembers when he was Austin's age and only hopes he's helping him realize that he's got a whole lifetime to find his one. Therapy has helped us out, but I know he needs space to process this. Thank you all once more and please take care of yourselves. Someone asks OP saying, also what happened with Alan? OP says as far as I know, he's gotten in contact with Chris and his parents and they're working out child support. I haven't personally heard from him, but this is what Mark has told me. Someone also says, I wonder if he was hostile with them as he was with your. Their friendship had survived unscathed or were they distant up until the paternity test? Opie says they were distant and they are still distant. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if it was you? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully, I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.